0: Hello Patriots, welcome back to Survival Defense Tactics, helping you take care of yourself so others won't have to. Don't forget you can go to anchor.fm sign up for listener support. If you can go to YouTube, you can hit the like and subscribe on the channel. Today's topic is the well-rounded prepper. And no, I don't mean being 5'10 and 300 pounds. I know round is a shape, but that's not what I'm referring to. So if you would, grab you a pen and piece of paper and get ready to write a few things down. Sadly, in the day and age that we live in, common sense is a rarity. So as I go through this list, I'm going to give you examples of why certain things are what they are. If you're able to go through this entire podcast and not write anything down that you need to learn because you're pretty sure that you've got everything covered, I commend you. Uh, Prepping is not just about buying extra and putting it away in the pantry or the cupboard for a rainy day. It's also about being able to reproduce certain effects, certain materials, certain things that you need. Now, what inspired me to do this particular podcast is thinking about a time in history of the United States that was kind of grim. It was the Great Depression going from 1929 to 1939. So, in today' times, We might think of this more like when the trucks stop running or like a second Great Depression. If there's an economic collapse, that's kind of sort of what has inspired today's podcast. So I'm going to give you a list of important skills every prepper should have or be working on learning or getting better at. Now, like I said, a lot of this is common sense, but since common sense is so uncool these days, I'm going to explain quite a few of them and this is not a complete list, this is a let's get it started, get you thinking kind of a list. There's no way in 30 minute podcast time limit that I have that I could cover every single aspect of being a prepper. So I'm going to highlight the stuff that I think is important, I'll explain why, go from there. Let's start off with something real simple, cooking. I know that sounds stupid, I put it in the list. Everybody needs to know how to cook, and it's real simple, everybody eats. If you're used to being catered to, or cooking out of a box, or pulling something out of the freezer and sticking it in the microwave, you're in for a big surprise. You really need to learn how to cook from scratch. Like I said, keep in mind, we're talking about the second Great Depression, or like an economic collapse. When you don't have the ability to run down to Walmart and pick up some stofers for dinner, okay, you're gonna to have to be able to cook your own meals. Cooking from scratch is what I highly, highly recommend. And if you don't want understand what cook from scratch means, look it up. Next on the list cleaning. Like I said, this gonna sound really stupid, but just bear with me. Not only cleaning your house, but cleaning your clothes. Now Cleaning is very, very simple to understand. Cleaning goes hand in hand with hygiene and sanitation. If you live in a nasty, filthy, disgusting home, and that's what you're happy with, so be it. But you also run a greater risk of disease from lack of sanitation or lack of cleanliness in the event that an economic collapse happens you will probably be facing a issue with your sewage. If the pumps go down and sewage pumps stop working for whatever reason, and you're no longer able to flush your toilet and get rid of your waste, that's something you're gonna to have to deal with. So cleanliness is highly important. Not just your personal naked body cleanliness, but being able to clean your clothes, being able to keep your home at least halfway clean, some kind of a decent living environment to live in. Like I said, it sounds like common sense, but you would be amazed at how many people have no idea what common sense is. Next, this is kind of obvious for me, it's hunting. And I'm going to put hunting with the fishing. To me, they're, uh, they go hand in hand. You're either shooting your food or you're hooking it with a fish hook. This is a very important skill to have if you... Or squeamish around the, the idea of having to gut an animal. Uh, I highly encourage you to find a way to get past that. And just be prepared. If the trucks stop running, the, the economy completely tanks out on us and goes to shit. Don't be surprised if hunting and fishing is how you put food on your table. Very important skills. Not rocket science to figure out. Uh, gardening. Now, gardening is something that I avidly preach about. I think every single person that has that capability should have a garden. Fresh vegetables beat canned vegetables any day of the week. Plus, they're not sprayed with pesticides and herbicides and everything else and all that garbage you don't need to be putting in your body. So, gardening is a very important skill. In addition to gardening, back to the hunting, fishing, and gardening, you need to learn how to can canning your your produce, canning your meats, how to preserve meats and vegetables. You can't just go out to the garden and pick what you need for each meal because when the winter time rolls around and your garden has died off, you're not gonna have the vegetables. So learn how to do some canning and fill your pantry full. Whatever you don't use in your pantry, be prepared to share with your neighbors. That's coming later in the list, but if you have any extra Be prepared to share it. It's a great way to keep good community relations, if you will, with your neighbors. And just all around general helping out. I apologize for the background noise. My my radio keeps making a little bit of static here and there, so I apologize for that. There's nothing I can do about it. Can't turn them off. All right, another good skill to have is raising your own rabbits and chickens for meat and for eggs. Uh, we have chickens at home. We're about to get rabbits again. We had them before. So the chickens are great. When it's time to rotate them out and start growing the, the new chicks and bringing them in, then you obviously you can take and slaughter your older flock and, you know, once again, food on the table. Uh, rabbits, learn how to grow them, how to feed them, take care of them. The right age at which you would slaughter them. All the breeding information. This is stuff that you can easily Google right now. I highly recommend that every single topic I talk to you about today, please don't wait until the last minute and expect YouTube to save your ass. Buy books. Paperback books. Buy books on the subjects. If the power grid goes down and YouTube takes a poop, you've got the books. I I can't stress that near enough. Alright, next subject. Automobile maintenance slash mechanic. Now I don't mean go out and get an ASE world-class certification to work on every vehicle that you have. I'm talking about learn vehicle maintenance and a little something. For example, common maintenance is like changing oil, changing air filters, wiper blades, checking your tire pressure, check your antifreeze, so on, so on, so on. But if you can do that, and that's all you can do. Don't you also want to know how to change out your brake pads, maybe how to drain and flush your radiator, refill it? Things that you could do on your own that really wouldn't require an immense amount of education or tools, but yet again would save your biscuits down the road. I can't stress near enough about do it for yourself. That's kind of a prepper, unwritten motto. Obviously, we're prepping for a reason, and part of being able to prep is being able to do for yourself when what you need done is no longer available from an outside source. So, auto maintenance slash mechanic, this also bleeds over into small engine repair. uh, Lawnmowers, chainsaws, garden tillers, you name it. If it runs on gas, and you plan on using it in the event of a catastrophe... To help your family survive, you probably need to to know how to work on it. That includes electric generators and so forth. So, plan on buying some books on maintenance and small engine repair, uh, stock up on air filters, oil filters, all that kind of stuff that you're going to need when the power goes down. Next, gun maintenance. Now, I did say maintenance, not gunsmithing. There is a difference. Although a little bit of rudimentary gunsmithing wouldn't be a bad thing to learn, you definitely need to know how to take care of your firearms. A dirty, jammed up gun is gonna do you no good whatsoever. So if you don't know how to do it, for the love of Pete, learn how to do it. Gun cleaning supplies are not expensive. It's not rocket science yet again. Something that you need to know how to do. Something I highly recommend If you own a firearm, you should be able to reload the ammunition for it. And if you don't know anything at all about reloading, look into it. It's not super cheap. It's not break the bank expensive. You will have to invest some uh, money to get quality reloading material. Your press, your dies, your primers, your powders, your so on, your so on. The list goes on and on. But reloading is a very, very valuable skill. Not only will it help you put food on the table, it also helps provide for security for your home defense weapons. And it gives you also something to barter down the road. Uh, We'll cover bartering here in just a minute for those of you who don't know what it is. Reloading. Definitely learn how to reload ammunition if you can. I understand that as a prepper we we keep preaching about putting back the three beads, the beans, bullets, and band-aids, which means you're stocking up on them you also have to prepare for an extended amount of time that you can't just go buy new ammo. So instead of having a pile of brass laying around you with an empty gun that is now basically a baseball bat, learn how to reload the ammunition for it. And believe it or not, I reload, and to me it's very relaxing. So when I have a high stress day, go home and reload, I'm actually a pretty happy monkey afterwards. I enjoy it. Next skill, gonna sound kind of corny, bear with me. Knife sharpening. A dull knife will do you no good whatsoever. If you have those little diamond sharpeners and that's the only way you want to sharpen a knife, so be it. I'm a firm believer in also having a whetstone and knowing how to use that as well. Uh, Cheap whetstone's about 10 bucks, that and some uh, air tool oil or sewing machine oil. You're pretty much in business, but learn how to do it. Don't wait till the last minute when your knife gets dull, then try to figure it out and butcher up your blade. Have that skill already mastered now. Save you a headache down the road, especially when it comes time for hunting and so on. A good sharp knife will save you time. It's just, I can't stress near enough, a sharp knife as opposed to a dull knife. Dull knife, to me, is absolutely garbage. Keep your knife sharp. Keep it ready. Okay, basic carpentry skills. No, I don't mean about learning how to build furniture. That would be an asset, but what I'm really hinting more towards is if it's an extended period of time where we don't have access to outside resources, could you patch a leaky roof on your house if you had to? What about if a window gets knocked out? Do you know how you would board that up? to keep the elements out and intruders out and so forth. Just little things like that by basic carpentry, just how to fix your own things. You know, what what happens when we don't have a roofer, but we have a leaky roof? You need to know how to fix stuff like that. And to me, roofing and carpentry pretty much go hand in hand. Maybe I'm thinking about that, you know, completely off kilter but to me they actually do go hand in hand so basic carpentry skills and once you learn the skills obviously you want the basic carpentry tools no i don't mean go spend thousands and thousands of dollars i'm talking about hammers nails pry bars screwdrivers you know just google it what are basic carpentry tools just google that figure it out tape measure levels all that good stuff and then little by little get your tools built up and learn the skills that go with it. Next is plumbing. I don't mean go take a course at the VoTech and learn how to be a, a certified plumber or an apprentice. Basic plumbing. Do you know how to unplug your toilet? Do you know how to fix a leaky faucet? Do you know how to change out the wax ring on your commode? Things like that. Just, if you no longer have access to outside resources, you need to be able to do this stuff for yourself. And yes, plumbing very, very much goes hand in hand with the, the cleaning and the hygiene and the sanitation. So to me, plumbing is very important. I also think you need a working knowledge of electrical wiring. And by working knowledge, I mean just that. If the grid goes down or or the community you know, the truck stop running and you still have electricity, maybe you're on solar or wind power. Or maybe where you're at, you still have electricity at least part of the time. What happens if a light switch goes out or anything of that nature? Do you know how to change out that light switch? One, a busted light switch could actually be a very potential fire hazard. And replacing it would probably save you a major headache later on. So little skills like that, a basic electrical wiring tool set, I think you can get them at Home Depot for like between 30 and $50. Electrically insulated tools to keep you from being electrocuted. And of course, learn how to turn your breakers off when you're doing stuff like this. Common sense kind of things that will save you down the road. After wiring, I've got first aid, CPR and dental care. And I do mean going beyond the scope of just brushing your teeth and using mouthwash. Are you prepared in the event an abscess tooth comes up do you have the necessary antiseptics to kill the infection do you have the necessary tools to pull that tooth should that be what it takes so no i don't expect you to go get a a medical degree in dentistry maybe you're lucky maybe somewhere in your neighborhood lives a dentist and y'all can work something out with a bartering system you know he don't take care of an abscess tooth, maybe you give them a chicken and, you know, garden vegetables. I don't know. If you're, if you're that lucky that you can do that, outstanding. I do recommend that you go to your local VOTEC or your American Red Cross. Take a first aid and CPR course. I didn't say paramedic training. I said basic first aid and CPR. This will come in handy not only for you and your family, but possibly your neighbors and so on. I think everybody should have a basic knowledge of first aid. In fact, I really wish it was taught in our public school systems. I think it should be re- a requirement for first aid and CPR. Of course, my thought, don't make a hill of beans, but I do believe every prepper should be at least, bare minimum, first aid, CPR, trained and ready to go. If you do above that, kudos to you. Pat yourself on the back. Next, another great skill for a prepper to have is sewing. Yes, I'm talking about repairing your own clothes, making your own clothes. If a sewing machine scares the life out of you, don't be embarrassed. A lot of people are intimidated by them. There's too many moving parts, too many crazy settings. Personally, I have a sewing machine. I'm not the least bit afraid of it, but some people are. If you are one of those that are afraid of a sewing machine, please Go out and buy needle and thread and things of that nature that you would need, and a great great pair of really sharp scissors. Buy assorted buttons and zippers and you know, clothing repair type supplies. Yet again, if the truck stopped running and you can't go to Walmart to buy yourself a new pair of pants because you ripped a hole in the knee of the one you're wearing, you kind of sort of need to be able to fix that pair of pants iron on patches, sew on patches, all kinds of stuff that you can pick up now for very cheap that would actually save you down the road. Once again, this is all about prepping. So having that stuff on hand, that is just invaluable. And unless you plan on surviving the second great depression butt naked, I would highly suggest that you learn these skills and get the supplies that you need. Next, self-defense. Now, this is a two-part topic. Self-defense is in hand-to-hand combat tactics. Nope. Don't expect you to go get a black belt. If you've got one, great. Don't expect you to go get one. Basic hand-to-hand self-defense techniques. Learn it, practice it, and continue to improve your skill set. Learn as much as you possibly can, and then pass that skill set on to others. The second half of that would also be self-defense shooting techniques, whether it's a handgun, a shotgun, whatever your preferred uh, defensive weapon is, get good with it. Get very good with it. In fact, you should be so good with it that you constantly strive to be better. There is no such thing as good enough. You should always, in every aspect of your preps and in your life, you should always try to be better. Once you've satisfied that you're good enough, You kind of get to where you don't care to learn anymore because you feel like you know enough, you know it all as it is. No such thing. Always strive to be better. I consider myself to be a great prepper, but I do not consider myself to be a master prepper. Uh, If I'm a master, that's just assuming that I know everything and that there's nothing else to learn, and that couldn't be further from the truth. There's always something to learn. There is always something to improve on. Don't kid yourself and don't sell yourself short. Strive to be better in all things. Next topic, bartering. Now, for you youngsters out there that aren't familiar with the word, this is so easy to explain. We live in a world where we want to purchase something. We use cash, check, credit card, Venmo, PayPal, whatever. An item is purchased for a given currency. In bartering... It doesn't work that way. This is back to that little example I made about the dentist. Let's say I have an abscessed tooth and I need to get it pulled. And I don't know how to do it or I just don't have the stomach to do it myself. But somewhere in the neighborhood lives a dentist. And he says, all right, I'll pull your teeth. I'll pull that tooth for you and fix you up so that you don't have that toothache anymore. And we'll get you back good health. In return, you're going to come till me up a garden so I can grow my own garden. So, in bartering, it's basically somebody does a favor for you, you owe them a favor of equal value, and you go do that favor for them. It's a trade. And it has nothing to do with cash, gold, silver, nothing. It is a given chore done in return for another given chore. One hand washing the other, you scratch my back, I scratch your back, so on and so on as the old adages go. Just be prepared to earn whatever it is you need by working it off later. Pretty simple. Next thing I think you should have a working knowledge of is home security. Uh, If you've got a shotgun next to every door in your house, well, good for you. That's not going to work for everybody. Some of us have little kids, or special needs kids, and having loaded firearms around isn't exactly the smartest option. In home security, there's other ways. Obviously, a good dog, or dogs, plural, would be a great asset to your home security. Being that they don't live forever brings up other things you could do, like planting holly bushes around your windows. There's cactus plants that just any home intruder would look at your home and think, nope, don't want any part of that. And that's kind of what I'm getting at as far as home security goes. There are things that you can do now, save you a headache later, and require very, very little maintenance to make it happen. But yet, the dividend from it is invaluable. If I was going to be a burglar and I wanted to break into your house and underneath every window... In your on your home was a cactus garden, or a holly bush, or something of that nature, I'm gonna change my mind about getting inside your home and I'm gonna change it real quick because I don't wanna to have to go through all that just to go inside and see if you've got pork and beans. So home security, uh, yet again, Google it. There's all kinds of ideas you can do. For me, home security has absolutely nothing to do with video cameras and so forth. If the power goes out, grid goes down, and your security cameras are nothing more than ornaments, they're not gonna do you any good. But cactus plants, holly bushes, so forth, so forth, around your windows, around every window in your home, is peace of mind that if the power goes out, it doesn't matter, you still have a home security system. Next, communications. I've done a podcast on communications. I'm only gonna highlight this. If you haven't heard the communication podcast, please go back to the list, find it, listen to it. It goes a little bit more in depth. Every prepper should be able to communicate with bare minimum a CB radio. Very minimum, CB radio. And keep in mind, CB radios have a limited range. Ham radios are better. They do require a license to use. If the economy collapses, I doubt seriously that the... uh, FCC is going to come knock on your door if you use a ham radio to communicate. I wouldn't risk it but right now, but uh, ham radios would be a great thing to learn. Next thing you need to learn, pet care. If you do have pets, learn how to do more than just feed them and give them water. You probably need to learn how to make sure that they stay clean, take care of their teeth, what kind of medicines do you need for them, stock up on pumpkin seeds. There's just all kinds of things about your pet that your veterinarian probably does for you that you need to learn how to do for them. Very, very important next is gonna be water purification. Uh, Buying water filters is great. Learning how to boil it and for how long and how many drops of bleach to how many gallons of water. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Learn how to purify water. If the sewer pump stations are down pretty sure that your water towers aren't being refilled with fresh clean drinking water anyways so you better be prepared to you know purify your own water I'm, I'm starting to run out of time so let me pick up the pace here a little bit soap and candle making i know you're going to be back stocking bath soap laundry soap all that stuff you might want to learn how to to make it too in the event that it's going to be an extended period of time before you can go buy any more candle making the same way the grid goes down power goes out You might wanna have plenty of candles on hand, know how to make them, kerosene lamps, all that stuff. Get to figuring out alternate sources for lighting in your home in case the power is out. Okay, this next one's kind of uh, simple to me. Meal planning, there would be nothing worse than making a big, huge, giant feast for three people in your home. If the power is out, that means your refrigerator is probably not working anymore, which means you're going to be throwing away a lot of food. Learn how to plan meals for your family size. And by family size, I mean if you're feeding your neighbor because she's a little old lady and now she can't cook for herself and you want to help her out, well, you have to add her to your family meal plan. Instead of cooking for four, you'll be cooking for five, so on, so on. Do the math. You can make it work. Next... Herbal medicine. Learn how to do it. Can't stress that near enough. If Walgreens isn't working and you need medicine, you better figure out how to do it herbally. Tons and tons of material on the internet about it. Tons of paperback books you can buy. Just learn how to do herbal medicine. And last for today's podcast, but definitely not least, build relationships with your neighbors. I hope and pray that your neighbors aren't the kind that you just can't stop stand living next to you hopefully you live in a neighborhood where all of your neighbors are decent people they're like you they're working stiffs they you know they're they're trying to do right by their families y'all have probably more in common than you think try to build trusting relationships with your neighbors one of those i'll keep an eye on your house while you're gone. if you'll keep an eye on my house while i'm gone. you know back to the you scratch my back i scratch yours If the grid goes down, the second Great Depression comes, whatever you want to call it, however you want to view it, good neighborhood relationships will be paramount. You have to be able to trust the people you live around. Like I said, this list is not complete. This is just kind of an eye opener get you thinking. By all means, research what you need to research, look into everything, learn what you can, buy the paperbacks, don't rely on the internet for when it's too late. As always, stay safe. God bless.